Are you ready for some football? So I'm ready for some football. The Seahawks, they're playing this weekend. Let's see who we're playing. Dun, dun, dun. Seahawks. <laughs> who are we playing? Oh, we play the Colts. That's our first game as the Colts. Really? You think that's going to be a good game? Yeah, it depends on the, the Colts quarterback plays. If Carson Wentz plays, it'll be an interesting game. But mm. I still don't see. I don't see them. You guys are underdogs. I'm taking you guys to win that game. Okay, I take it too. There, you guys are plus three. Ah. Oh. So if you lose by three points, you still win your bet. Okay. Well, then there you have it. That's, that's, that's yeah, my... I mean, it's the difference of, like, if Carson Wentz plays, they have a better shot. I still think the Seahawks, if he doesn't play, I'm like, then it's the Seahawks. It's Russell Wilson. Mm. Like, so, like, so... And this... they have, like, Russell Wilson still has... He's got Baldwin, he's got Metcalf, he's got Tyler Lockett, he's yeah. got huge... I mean, and he's Russell Wilson, so... See, this is why... I love talking to my husband because he gives his feedback of what he thinks and I love feedback from people that really take a moment to assess and share their thoughts. Ah! He's a four that's right. I married a 49er fan. <laughs> what was I not thinking? <laughs> yes, okay, content ah, okay, here we are. So when Lance and I got together, when we first met, it was a oh, love at first sight, no joke. And I kid you not, it was one of those where I had booked a tour and I was like, listen, you're amazing, but I gotta go on tour. Remember that, babe? And we missed each other so much. Remember when I drove back, my lineup was going from Vegas to Cali to Washington and it was so special when we met because during that time, I told my grandma about you, baby. Oh my gosh, I told my grandma about you, babe. And I literally remember, because I was always very close to my grandparents where I'd watch, you know, Tagalog with them. And my tatay and I, we would watch basketball and football. And he was such a great, grandpa and I absolutely adored him and I wish the world met him and when I talk about him I want to keep his legacy with my grandpa and everybody because he was part of my life and my journey and I still think of him and my grandma and reflect on them and I don't know how y'all feel about like spirituality or heaven of when you think about the angels in heaven but I feel like there's something there of mm, just you feel it in your soul, the love, the bond, and the more that you love, the greater the love is and the reward. It's that whole illustration quote saying, the greater the risk, the greater the reward. And that is the truth because sometimes I feel like when you get to the other side, that joy is just so worth it. And I'm so grateful because joy and pain, sunshine and rain, that's what's up. Get to robbers. So I really appreciate my husband because we're always honest, genuine, real with each other about how we feel and think. 
I told him, I said, you know, during the time when we first got together, it was amazing. And like I described, like for the two weeks, we were away from each other. We missed each other. Oh, look, baby, it's the Seahawks versus the Colts. Yep, they're from ah, week one. Oh, and then the Dolphins versus, okay. And then when's your game? We are? Wait, what time is yours and what time is mine? Wait, so are we at the same time? How are we going to do that? Okay. So, so what's very interesting is my husband, being a Niner fan, I wasn't going to convert him, and he wasn't going to try to convert me. I would never want to do something of becoming something I don't, you know, I couldn't put on, but... I love the fact that we absolutely respected each other because at the end of the day, even if you don't like something, you gotta just love to then respect because that's the truth because I don't like the Niners, but I love the fact that I can respect them and they are a good team and I respect all the teams because y'all are putting yourself out there to do your thing and do your best and I'm a huge advocate for, for improvement as well as transformation as well as advocating beautiful outcomes so I can see how that works and with everything I I gotta be honest I think about everything from different different you know stances but I also think about it from a place I I think about it like football (laughs) I do (laughs) but I'm glad that Neither of us converted. I, I was not going to become a Niner fan, and he, he was definitely not going to be a Seahawks fan. And it's so real because even on our wedding day, my, my husband, his, his, his dad was his best man, and he even had this beautiful speech because it was all of our family that did their speeches, and it was amazing because he was like, well, Everyone was amazing, and when they gave their speech, my father and love referenced the fact that they would watch Seahawks versus Niner games, and they'd be like, oh, you know, they call me Yen, because my nicknames are Yen, Nerms, Nermy Nerms, Nermalicious, Nerminator, and Little Ob, little bit, little bit, little bit, and then Minnie Mouse, hence I have an actual Minnie Mouse in the house. And also other nicknames. YDLA. YDR. Yenergy. Lance came up with that a long time ago. And life is in mm, a long time ago. And, and, and then it was like Yenergy. Yenergetic. And then, yeah, so it, it goes. I could be here all year. Um, so, yeah. I'm excited for football season, and I'm so excited that, babe, guess what? Guess what? I'm getting my nails done tomorrow. Yeah. So you want to see my nails? Football nails. I think in my life, everything <laughs> starts becoming annuals, traditions. So everything now has a rhythm to it, okay? No joke. Here we go. So in map of a calendar map, I have rhythms, okay? So right now is around the time that football season starts. So Diana, she does her thing. My nail artist, Diana, she and I have been together for so long that when I feel 
happy at ease and I really appreciate like I really appreciate amazing people that put their heart into everything and and you feel it and I appreciate it because you know it's such a beautiful dynamic but every time she does my nails it's like such a beautiful kind of experience and every time around this time you know I'd be like oh it's that time and it's like football nails and then it's like oh it's that time our anniversary is coming up so it's the nails from my wedding or wedding nails and the colors of our wedding theme you remember, right? I'm gonna quiz my husband right quick. Go ahead and bro. What is? What were our wedding colors? Do you remember? Ah! Ah! See, yet another factor as to why I can really appreciate attentiveness and attention to detail because all those little little things make a big difference and it all adds up collectively. So. The rhythms of that is the timing of that. And then the following is my birthday. And my birthday is October 24, United Nations Day. And I always have an appreciation ever since I was a kid to travel and my parents and family, and they would absolutely want me to experience cultural, historical heritage. So, I remember being a kid and going to the Philippines a lot, as well as other countries, because my family absolutely loved traveling, and I do too. So I really appreciate all my travels, and in fact, I want to celebrate all that because I've always appreciated I didn't need to have a pandemic to realize how much I miss traveling. I absolutely adore traveling because I can see things, I can taste things, I can look at things. I'm a sense person. So with my senses, my greatest sense is actually smell. <laughs> Babe, can you agree that sense of smell is my strongest smell? Yes. Now in life, you can take that as a curse or a blessing. Like I can smell things a mile away, but if I smell something I don't like, my face matches the smell of what I smelled. Like, ooh, but if I love something and it smells amazing, oh, I'm loving it. And so at work, I'm like, man, I have a nose like a toucan. It's like, I can smell everything. Just go ahead and, you know, I, I do. And then, I mean, you know, the other senses are there and then my awareness and my I have a very strong internal self because I love to feel mute, like that mutual sense of the good spirits. And I think that that's something that since my childhood, I have a lot of beautiful spiritual types of experience. I grew up in the 80s. Everybody always, mm, everybody always talks about certain things, but I'm like, ugh. If you were alive in the time, like I wasn't alive in, in, in the 60s. I was barely alive in the 70s. And I say that because I, I, you know, when you don't remember certain things because you were way too young, but then you remember certain things. And I do remember a lot of things when I was a, a kid. And I think it's because I was like so into it. And my grandparents used to take me to Cali growing up. Born and raised in Washington, they would take me 
all the time. And back in the day, you could fly for free if you were under the age of three. <laughs> so I was three for a very long time. <laughs> but we'd go every single other couple months. They would take me to Cali, and they would take me everywhere. And I, I remember I, I had this little, this little coat. This little white coat that I would put over and I'd be like, I'm going with, you know, and it was so cool. And I wish I still had that coat. I think I do. I think I do. And everything has a rhythm. Everything. And I love that during my birthday, I have birthday nails. And I like Halloween nails as well. But here's the thing. My birthday falls a week before Halloween, so it's always a toss-up. Do I want to do Halloween? So I switch it up a lot. Like, I have fall season nails where I put, like, um, autumn-type colors. And then my birthday nails are always very... I like putting birthday cakes on my nails because I like to look at my celebration. My birthday! My birthday! (laughs) One, two, three, four, five! (laughs) And And then comes Thanksgiving. I put a turkey on my nail and then we always switch it up though so it's not like the same it's 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 the same theme because we keep it keep it going and we keep it consistent but it's a different concept so it, it'll be a turkey but it might be like a fun turkey that has fun eyes or it might be a turkey that you know and it has you know and then I have what we have a lot of people's favorite holiday Christmas we do Christmas nails and we always switch that up too we have snow or we have snowmen snow woman and then we have we have Christmas trees and then I have new year nails Woo! keep it going and then <laughs> and then we have Valentine's nails so I do get in that rhythm and beyond the nail component I tell my 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 nail artist Diana and I tell my my hairstylist hair by Jack hair play by, hair play by Jack that I think in life it's like spirituality because even though you don't see people like they're with you you know so I tell Diana all the time like when I go to my meetings and appointments I'm like you know I look at my nails and I'm so happy and it's like you're with me and then I say to my you know uh, I have things that my friends give me as good luck stuff and I have it in my purse because, you know, I have a lot of thoughtful, beautiful, wonderful, amazing friendships and sometimes they give me like, you know, really sweet sentimental stuff that touches me and I just feel like it's very thoughtful and endearing and sentimental and it it's really nice because it's like I appreciate and really value all of my friendships because even though I don't talk to my friends every single day I talk to people every day where we you know do our check-ins and stuff but you know when you talk to your friend and you feel like time has not passed and you're just it just felt feels like you picked up right where you left off that's how I feel about all my friendships and that's a beautiful thing because we connect right where we left off and then it's like a feeling of like I miss you and I love you and I'm glad you're well and everything's good and it's that beautiful I think of it as very cognizant aware adult I think it's very beautiful to have friendships where you help each other grow you support each other you love each other you're there for each other and I think that my husband's my greatest friend because he's been there every single he's I mentioned all my nails but there's other things that come with that rhythm so here we are I around October I and it's breast cancer awareness and I want to shout out to breast cancer survivors 
when I was in college, I coordinated a breast cancer awareness platform for breast cancer survivors to then share their story and their journeys. And that stemmed from the fact that in the 90s, my auntie, she actually was diagnosed with breast cancer. And I remember how I talked about Callie and how my grandparents would take me. So they would so often take me to see my grandparents' children. And that would be my aunties, you know? And so when I was a little kid, we'd often go to Callie. I'm going, going back, back to Callie, Callie. So it's no wonder and it's no surprise that when my grandpa passed away, I moved to Cali because it reminded me of being with him again and bonding and connecting with him. And I could really feel that in my soul. And I loved it because I didn't like the feeling. And my grandma respected me about this. And I told her, I said, how do you do it? Because let's be factual. Let's be factual and actual. Uh, my grandma, she was alive until 2017. I was there for her on her 90th birthday and I hugged her and I told her how much I love her and I wasn't gonna let anything like if I booked a gig I wouldn't care I was gonna be there for my grandma at Tequila because she was there for me for my birthdays all of them and my graduations and I love her so much is it okay if I talk yes it is okay so my grandma and my grandpa the fact that I love them so much I miss them and sometimes I still you know, want to remember them because how can we ever forget somebody that we loved so much? And at the same time, it's joyful because I feel their soul. Why am I getting emotional? Help me break free from it. Help me, babe. It's like I'm joking. I'm good. Let's get back to laughter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. So. My auntie had breast cancer in the 90s. And a couple years ago, I went to go get one of those pap smears and women's, you know, annuals. So we do pap smears. Baby, what what would be the equivalent for men? Right, right. It'd be the test... uh, Physical. Mm. So is that pretty much the standard thing of prostate exam? Ah! Oh I'm sorry we're here, but we'll get out of it. Don't worry, we'll go somewhere with this. I promise. I just want to educate people about it. Really? So that's a true reality that is. So, but annually they do that, right? No, they don't do it like on a yearly basis. Oh, good. Well, okay, then you're. A yearly basis. Right. So I went to go get my pap smear and my breast exam. And okay, okay. And (laughs) babe, what did you just do? Is that the truth? Yeah. They don't touch, do they? Yeah, they have to feel like they're falling. Oh! That's just one part of the physical. I don't know what. No, that's fine, right? But how do men. Oh, but no, it's for reason, right? So it's for logic, it's for science. But how... Why do they have to turn their head and cough? 
Are you serious? You did it too? So why would they do that when you're kids? Well, if you play sports, you have to get sports physicals. Oh, what sport did you play? What what sport was that for that? Oh, okay. So you know, life is beautiful in conversations like this. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I respect it. I guess I'm more just talking about it and I want to get to a place where I'm going with this. But when I went to go get my annual, I went and I got a pap smear and my breast exam. And this was while I was working for global exhibits um, and we're based at a Cali and Vegas. And it's a convention type of production so for instance you have exhibitors from all over the world globally come out to then support to be able to then exhibit and show shows what you got like it was beautiful because we had different themes so I worked a lot of different conventions and exhibits and shows so I worked the LDI the uh construction the the, the biggest the con construction ep- episode, not episode, construction expo, con expo, that's what it was, I was trying to think of the name, I was like, like, con air, con, con, no, and so, I went to go get my breast exam, and my pap smear exam, and this was after my honeymoon, and I remember I was like, uh, we got married on honeymoon, and then the lady, she starts doing the breast exam, and her hands were really cold. And I was so blown away by the technology, because back in the day, they didn't have the technology that they had. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm being honest, like, we didn't have that. But they have this light switch thing where it's warm, and <laughs> it's just better, okay? It got better. So when I did that, I was like, wow, that's a evolution point for pap smears and I told her that and she was like she giggled because that's the truth you know and it was funny that I was feeling what I felt because I was like wait this is better than I so because you know it it was better and then when she got to the breast exam part I remember I was like okay so all right you know we done and she was like wait not so much we done like I you know I do my own breast exams and just like Lance described how an external, you know, I know, Minnie's so cute. She loves just relaxing, but also her energy is so, I think my dog is my spirit. What, you think that's an accurate assessment? My dog is me. My personality, our personalities match. We're similar, I swear, we're bonded and it's so meant to be. <laughs> so, she tells me, okay, the practitioner, as she touches my left breast, she says, you feel that? I said, what? She's like, you don't feel that? I said, what? I feel my boob and your hands are cold. She was like, no, you feel that. And I'm like, no, I, I, and I didn't feel it. I couldn't, I don't, I mean, it's like tucked away. It's like the abyss of, and so, my husband is so funny. I love you. But no, she, she, go ahead, baby, go. So, so yeah, she, uh, she touched my left breast to then feel something. And I hate that feeling because I'm like, what do you feel? 
And then I asked my husband to feel it too, and he couldn't feel it. But she's like, listen, I am going to submit this to an imaging. So I went to an imaging uh, place where they were able to, I worked with amazing doctors because these doctors, they know what they're doing and they go to school for it. And they, I think that doctors are amazing because if you discipline yourself to complete something and you don't, you know, I think that's a beautiful thing because that's part of life, right? You don't ever, you got to, you know, I was dancing around. I can't stop the other day. Can't stop. Oh, I feel I'm digging on you. You're digging on me. We're digging on we, girl. And I can't stop. Just like red hot chili peppers. Dun, dun, dun. Glitch go. Uh, yeah, and I can. And I got to keep it going. So can't stop. You know, we can't stop. And flow. And yep, you already know. And I just think that when she told me that, I didn't freak out. I don't like to freak out over things. I don't like to do that. I like to be able to like deal with things from a place of reality, but also give it hope because I will say this, and I say this with humility, but I have really good coping skills because of my psychology background and because I do love to find the light and the humor and when I'm laughing I'm healing and when I'm humorous I'm I'm feeling good and I'm myself and I find I find the humor and the funny and I find what my clarity is and everything's helpful like acupuncture shout out to my doctor Dr. Lim and I just love all my doctors and I respect them because they took that time to go to school to better their education and their their craft and just like with anything you know anything about improvement of you know going up or you know even stuff such as your house stuff anything where you're just kind of getting in that spirit I think that's good and so for me when I found out I was like, all right, let's do this. I rolled up my sleeves and I went to a couple places because the imaging place that I went to, I really liked it because by that time, it was still 2019 at the time. And we didn't have the pandemic hit yet, but I just felt like that was a really delicate time. And my friends were really there for me, as was Lance. And Lance took me to every appointment. He prayed with me. He was there for me and I was like, oh my God, thank you God for blessing me with my husband because I, I felt, you know, I, I felt all my feelings. I, I went through it and my emotions were absolutely present and I talked to my husband about it and I was like, shit, you know, and honestly it's a callback because remember I talked about my aunt having breast cancer back in the day, my auntie, so it felt kind of like auntie, you know, and Honestly, I wasn't, I, I had this, this, this feeling in my heart like everything was going to be good and okay. And thank God it, everything is good. Everything is okay. And, and what they did basically was they performed a biopsy. So they broke it down and I prepared for my, my biopsy mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically. And I told my closest friends. But I felt it was also important to educate people because honestly, if I didn't go that day, I wouldn't have known. And I needed to know. 
So what they do is they perform a biopsy and cover your ears for like two minutes if you can't handle or stomach or tolerate pain. But what I basically did was I was allowed to have my music and I just put my headphones on and I played, I, I listened to things that were so, very just smooth and soothing. And I, I like to be a soothing, calming person as well. I like to be both fire and water. So sometimes when I'm like calming and soothing, I feel like I'm the ocean. And then sometimes when I'm a fire, I'm just kind of like, I feel like I'm a, either a campfire or, a, you know, I feel like I'm a warm hearted woman, person, human being. But I also feel like when I'm chill, I'm really chill. So I like to be chill. I like to have fire. I like all of that. But when I had that experience of the biopsy, I was like, I've never done this before, but I'm going to just go through it and find out some results. So, of course, with anything in life, you have a window to wait. So my husband and my friends were there for me. We prayed all of that. We, my friends gave me loving thoughts, and it was absolutely present and respectful, and I felt like I could really, you know, mutually count on my friends because that's a real friend, and, and, and I felt like we were all able to really talk and speak and connect and really just share what was up and not feel like holding back because I wanted them to know that yes I want to be able to educate others and I got through my biopsy and the results came back all normal and as a maintenance type of you know, come back and see us. I, I see them around this time of November, October, November, like after, kind of after my, my birthday and Halloween, but like the beginning of November. And there's a rhythm there too, because, you know, my closest, you know, I have, I have a lot of close friends where I remember their birthdays and I like to do things to make sure that they know how much I love them. And that's been an interesting dichotomy because the last time I saw a lot of my friends, Lance and I both, was our wedding day because then literally the pandemic hit so I find myself treasuring everything because I never ever ever want to forget the beauty of all that love and I think it's important to treasure that because that's part of your journey you know and respect you know and and they were there and you were there you know and so uh it's just beautiful because you know around that time October 24, I am the first day of the Scorpio. I am a Scorpio dragon baby. And my closest friends, I mean, my closest friends have birthdays in November. And my friend and my springtime, you know, I love all of that because I remember that, you know, and it's from my heart. So I just feel it all out. So, and I experience it all. And I love it because I live you know, I live, I live to be able to like generate and live in love with all my heart. And so that bravery, that bravery and that courage took place and I'm grateful for the answers and I needed to go through that to get to the other side. So I got to the other side and I'm very grateful. So with that, it's important to go get your, your boobies and your mammogram. Um, and you know, here's the thing. Going and doing, oh, oh, I for, oh. So you remember how I talk about imaging? The very first time 
I did that. That was so uncomfortable. I mean, I can deal with discomfort. I can. I can deal with lots of discomfort. I have a high... I'll be honest, I have a high tolerance. I mean, my pain levels are interesting. I have a high tolerance for pain, but then if it's somebody I love, that's a different different matchup. That's a different can of worms, you know? The people that I love the most on earth can love me the most and I, you know, I love them, you know, so much where that's a different kind of thing. But when it comes to the tolerance of pain, you know, like part of the biopsy requires a needle. and So they do the biopsy. But before the biopsy, the imaging component was you basically have to image where I felt like it was like a Xerox machine in a, you know, one of those waffle makers where you just sort I felt that. And, and there's this thing about density and all that so they really try to get capture the best imaging component but if there's density factors then they want to do a biopsy so that way they can really examine it and have an actual actual doctor that then analyzes it to examine the outcome and basically it was like yeah absolutely you're good you're fine and every year I do that so thank you and awareness is key and in our country we have a lot of awareness we have we have a lot of awareness we have national dog day we have (laughs) we we have a lot of awareness you know so shout out to all of that because i think it's important to become aware and that way you can do something about it you know so i'm excited for everything come what may I'm super excited to fulfill all the different goals I have for this season. And I'm excited about what's to come. I'm excited and grateful for the outcomes that were recently achieved. And those achievements happen with diligence and patience and perseverance, resilience. I'm definitely excited and grateful to share meaningful moments with family. I absolutely respect this whole nature of if we don't see each other, I love you, be safe always, and we'll find new ways to connect because I can't see my friends right now. I can and I can't. I guess it's just one of those things where it's like, I can see you, but then I can't go to, I don't know, like I have, literally I haven't, oh, I haven't, and I I want to, but you know, I gotta, I gotta just I got to be able to, like, do my thing, but also, I respect everybody's viewpoint, but here's mine, okay? I respect if you want to do what you want to do, but I just don't, I want to be able to do something where I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm just making sure I have the parameters, because when we couldn't control the realities of the pandemic hitting and all the things that came with that. What we could control was our day-to-day mindset. That's what I felt. I felt like if I control my mindset, anything is possible. If I believe in God, if I trust God and God's timing, God's plan, God's everything, then I'm okay. And my life is my testimony. My life is my message to the world. My life is my love letter. My life is my 
my illustration of how I felt and thought and what I experienced. And that's my reality, that's my hope, that's my dream, my dream come true. And that's me being real. And I always like to keep it real. And if I'm not feeling something, I'm not feeling it. If I'm feeling something, I'm feeling it. But when I am not, it's because I think it's from the scientific aspect is we always try to understand. It's kind of like there's inductive reason, there's deductive reason, there's there's being able to find out what the what the exact core is and then what the evidence is. I have so much respect for psychology because we look at different ways that we can help heal. We heal people. I love being a therapist because I love being able to help people have breakthroughs because I think breakthroughs are like letting yourself be completely you and completely free and completely who you are and the word break in itself when people think break what typically kind of what typically when think think break you think break up break down break but breakthrough is actually like you know and I love that and that's why I'm always saying you Nerma of the wings because my name last name is De La Salas which means of the wings and that was my original name my married last name is Rennie and so my name is you Nerma De La Salas Rennie and it's YDR and here we are with what does my name mean Young Evangelist from Masana Eugenia Rupert of mine Alas Young Evangelist from Masana Eugenia Rupert Alas. So that's on my birth certificate. <laughs> Can you imagine that person that day when they did my birth certificate? <laughs> Young Evangelist about my son and Junior birthday about my house. I love it though. My father came up with my name. I absolutely love my name. I'm the only one in the world with that name. But can my name is something that I when I was a kid I didn't it was it was like <laughs> Everybody's names were Julie, Melissa, Tabitha, uh, Jennifer, uh, what else? Stephanie. And my name was Yanirma. And I, I don't know. I told my mom. I said, Mom and Dad. I said, Mom and Dad, can I please change my name? Why? Well, I don't know. Can it be something where just people, like, know it because they've heard of it before, so therefore, like, you know. What? It's your name, Yanerma. What name are you trying for? Mallory. Mallory? Family ties. So we made this thing where I was like, well, fine. But I was like, Mallory's still going to be a name because I did like her in Family Ties. I love that show. I loved all the 80s sitcoms. And I bet we've been together for a million years. And I bet we be together for a million more. And what we do, baby. So that's the family family ties theme song. But Mallory, I named my hamster Mallory. And but Minnie, you're my Minnie and Mallory. I wish. Isn't it funny how we have all these interesting pets that we've had in our life? And we remember them like they're, you know? And um, so, yeah. So, Minnie's my very first dog and my one and only dog. So, 
mean, it's definitely like something. So someone and 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 an experience and some something of an experience because I I've never. Had a, I've had bonds with dogs before, bonding with them, getting to know them, and they know me, and they smell me, and they remember me, and you know, that's kind of like m with my friends. Like uh, the first dogs I ever b bonded with, I did have friends that had dogs growing up, and I remember they had big dogs, and so I was equal parts calm, but sometimes when they bark, and then, but I got I got used to I got used to it because I was like, wait. They might bark like that, but they've got the biggest heart. So when I got over that whole, however you want to term it, uh, because I was actually bit by a dog a long time ago, and I got over my fear of it, I got over my fear and I bonded with all these dogs like Maxwell, Kara, and Milo. And it just felt so like I love you know and I was in love and I was like I want my own dog and I want to feel the bond and connection forever where I want to have that experience and so by that time I was like I don't want a boyfriend I want a dog and I got a dog and my dog and I ever since then and she just turned seven on August 14 which is coincidentally Doc Holiday's birthday and my father-in-law's birthday and a dog's love is a beautiful love Agree? Yeah. Oh, well, I wouldn't say the best because the best love is my husband's love and God's love. <laughs> and self-love, true love, and the glory of love. And that's definitely one of my favorite movies. I am a man who will fight for your honor. I'll be the hero of country. I have a confession. This confession is my little bit confession. Lyrics wise, when I would listen to songs, I would listen to the lyrics and I would remember the beats and the lyrics and the everything, the cadence and all that. So my confession is when I was listening to Glory of Love, I thought it was I'll be the hero that country will love. <laughs> I thought that. I did. I thought those were the lyrics since I was a kid. I'll be the hero country will love. And I thought that in my heart and felt that in my heart because in The Karate Kid 2, by that time, him and Elizabeth Shue they weren't together and, and he went to he went to he when 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 he went okay i love you okay when he went oh he wants to kiss me ah okay love you all right i'll see you soon i'll uh I'll, mouse baby mouse okay fair enough and uh i thought that babe before you go check this out glory of love what lyrical line comes after? I'll be the hero. What do you, what comes after that? It's you're dreaming of. <laughs> Babe, when I was a kid, I thought it's that country we love.
Yes. Yes, you're dreaming of. But I thought it was I'll be the hero your country will love. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. But I didn't know the difference. But you know how some artists, they're either clear in their speech or they're not. (laughs) You know what I mean? He was clear. But I think being a kid, you know, was such a very complex type of lyrics when you're a kid you know you hear different lyrics and it might have registered but you're still a kid so you're processing stuff but at the same time I loved it where I could picture it it could also be applicable because he went to another country my husband puts my wedding ring on my finger right now I love it okay uh, he he went to a different country. Remember, he went to Miyagi's native hometown and native native country, and he even went. And I'm not going to talk about Cobra Kai because there are genuinely people that still need to catch up with some episodes, and I can't. So, uh, but let's just say that if you didn't watch the '80s version yet, okay, that's kind of the beauty of it is that if you didn't watch the '80s version of it yet, you have to watch those videos before you get to Cobra Kai. Fair? In a way, yeah. Yeah, because then you have no. Yeah. 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 I don't. Right, right, right. Right, 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 right. Right, right, right. But it is that sort of. As a kid, you remember it. So my timeline flows to it, whereas, like, that's more kind of like, you know, taking it back. Yeah. I'm so freaking lootly. I love you, baby. All right. So, so yeah, Cobra Kai is actually coming out with a new season. And their season is going to be happening very soon. And I'm excited to see that. And I'm excited about what that will bring because I want to know... I can feel it coming in the end. See, I can't even talk about it because I respect if people don't watch it. I'm not a, I'm very cognizant. Like, I'm not that person to be spoiler alert. Like, I, I don't do that. I think that's wrong. There's certain movies where I don't even talk about who did what, when, where. Because I don't like to give away the farm. I don't like to, that's rude. Um, I think, you know, like if you're watching a series or a movie or something that, like, don't be that person that, you know, that's great you went to the premiere, but don't be that person to, you know, oh, and this happens here, and you know, don't be that person. Let the person experience it, you know, and because um, there was this movie where the key person died, and somebody had said something, but they didn't even get to see it because that person, I think, went to the premiere, and then they, they, they talked about it in People were like, wait, dude, you just told us what happened and you gave away everything. You don't, now when they watch the movie, when they get the first part, they have to mentally prepare for whatever. And it's like, come on, and that's not cool, that's not fair. It's not. And so I was very mindful not to do that. And being all human and stuff, you don't want to ever give something away, but you want to be mindful and respectful. Like, let that person experience for themselves. So that's my take on it and I think that with certain movies I really like to know where it will take I don't like to know the the ending I who does that do you think people exist like that where they're just like (laughs) let me tell you what it is but there is one movie uh gosh 
I love the, the originality aspect. I love the originality. Originality. I can't hang when it's like, why you gonna reboot something? Like, for real? Is that the creativity component that you got? That's not ha- that's not satisfying me. Like, that's kind of... So, perfect example was when we watched Poltergeist. Lance and I, one of our first movie dates was watching Poltergeist. And I remember watching that as a kid and Heather Ork. I think that's her name. See how I remember names and things? Okay. What was her name? Heather. I feel like it's Heather Ork because I remember there was an apostrophe. I'm accurate. It is Heather Ork. And um, one of her key lines was, They're here. And then you just get chills because you see, like, what's here? Like, what? And then it's a follow-up because in the second one, she says, They're back. It's just creepy. Like, what's back? And <laughs> that's what's up because it was like, yeah, you know, the, the, it, was, it was, it was, it was, it was emphasized. What's here? Who's here? When? Where? What? What? what how'd they get here? The TV? <laughs> so when we watched it, the poltergeist in the movie theater, I remember we went, it was a date. And frankly, we were more into each other than the movie. So I kind of feel like the movie was more of like background music. But when it was their hair, was like, oh, they're here. Oh, chicken's ready. Oh, microwave's done. Oh, oh, okay. And it wasn't, you didn't feel it. So that's another something I want to point out is if you're going to do something and you want people to really feel it, just kind of allow an opportunity to really fully illustrate it, you know? Because I wasn't happy with that movie. I was like, first of all, you rebooted it. Second of all, you didn't do it justice. Those is clean. But I gave it an opportunity. We went to the theaters. You know? If you love it, you love it. If you don't, you don't. Isn't that kind of the composition of things anyway? It's like... (laughs) I loved it because it was part of my childhood. But if you're going to do something, do it right. Please. I mean, no. Don't... But then again, I'm like, do something that comes from the soul. That's why I feel all the music from back in the day, because that came from a place within, you know? Uh, I'm excited. I can't wait. Minnie's next to me, and I'm super stoked for what's to come, and I'm excited to share the joys with my family, my friends, and be able to share those updates, because it's absolutely a journey, and... Whenever I reach a milestone, I tell my husband, I was like, we need to celebrate this moment here. And we do, because I think it's important to take time to like celebrate every win, but also acknowledge every, honor every loss, but it, it also celebrate every win. And that's a true form of reality is that not everything in life is gonna be, it is, okay. Remember that group Guns N' Roses? Or remember, remember the dichotomies of paradoxicals such as sweet and sour. You can't have the sweet without the sour. Or you can't have this without that. 
So that stems from my childhood because I grew up in a space and place where the weather was raining all the time. And I remember there was three months out of the year that would not rain. And I remember looking out my window and I'd be like, oh, I so wanted to go out. And I had a really cute bedroom. All of my bedrooms have been very adorable and cute and whimsical and artistic. And we had to get really creative as kids because we couldn't do certain things and the weather would deter that, you know? And it was rainy all the time. So I definitely had rain boots all the time. So when I moved to California, I was like, what do you mean I could wear open-toed shoes? It's not open-toed season in December, but yes, it is though, and here I am. (laughs) Here I am. So again, even that physical presence of my grandma and my grandpa, if if they're not physically with me, they're spiritually absolutely with me because they're still in my, my soul and my heart. And you know, we talk about dreams, my husband and I, and, and living for our dreams and making dreams come true. And I'm fully aware of how to make a dream come true and how to share it and how to support other people's dreams because I think the moment that people share a dream, I think it's important to just listen and just be like, okay, and then support them. And maybe you don't understand what that dream is. Maybe you don't understand because they're allowing you an opportunity to see a different way of doing something. But just be open, you know, because, you know, you can get to a destination. Different people get there in different ways. You'll get there. Just got to hang tough and then keep going, you know, keep going. Special shout out to new kids on the block. Who was your favorite new kid? Was it? Was it Joey? Was it Jordan? Was it? Was it Donnie? (laughs) Was it Danny or was it John? Mine, I'm going to give you two seconds to guess. Okay, you guessed it right. (laughs) Joey Joe. I love Joey. And yesterday was, I'm going to look it up right now too. When did the new kids on the block hanging tough come out? When did the new kids on the block hanging tough come out? It's not lying to me. When did... I want to make sure and confirm my accuracy. Hold on. Well, they definitely came out in 1986. Because I remember in that time, there was a group called Nook, which was their old school. They were produced by Maurice Starr. Maurice Starr, he produced the New Kids. And, you know, I love New Edition and the New Kids. And I found it interesting when they did their own thing, like when Bell did though, Bobby Brown did his own thing, Ralph Tresman did his own, and they came up with some good hits, so, with sensitivity, a man like me, he had that someone you can, they all did, and then Bell did though, I thought it was me, I thought it was me, that makes that girl feel blind, I thought it was me, and then it was, um, Tell me when will I see your smile again? Cause I know that that's the baby. And I know that better sugar. So I remember Bubba DeVoe and then 
on our wedding day in our first dance as husband and wife on cloud running we literally had clouds on our dance floor and the song that we danced to was Rockwitcha. and I want to shout out to I've danced, performed for various competitions and performances and shows and everything. And I danced with different dance groups. And I danced with Lance on our wedding day. And his background is where dancing was a different vibe, but he has cute moves and he learned a dance routine and he did great. And his parents were really proud of him and his family and I was really proud of him, and we danced to Bobby Brown, and it's actually my favorite song from when it first released, so every song that we played in our playlist, our DJ absolutely honored it and played it, and I, <laughs> Lance and I picked out the most interesting songs ever, so we have an amazing playlist, in fact, I cannot wait for the wedding footage to be done I was watching it and I'm pretty much crying throughout the whole thing because I'm experiencing so much joy seeing my friends and seeing them and seeing my family and hugging them and we hugged each other like it was nobody's business like we hugged and all and we didn't have masks on in our wedding and I felt like the affections were all felt and the love was all felt and it was absolutely memorable it's beautiful spiritual tranquil and our anniversary is coming up on the 28th 928 in the area code of 928 and I'm on a rock with you baby all night long that was like my favorite see look I'm a kid but I love grown folk music <laughs> I had no business knowing what rock with you meant here I am a little kid knowing lyrics I know a lot of adult songs because I love the, the soul aspect and I loved all the old school songs and I genuinely thought my father was Elvis my whole life. And my dad would sing me Elvis songs when I was a little kid, and he still sang it on my wedding day. And my father really is instrumental, inspirational in my life. My parents both are, Bobby and Ava. And my dad would sing me Elvis songs, so it was such a beautiful experience to see him sing my favorite Elvis song at my wedding day. <laughs> My dad is amazing. All my family is amazing. And my friends are amazing. And I just love my dad so much. And it's no surprise to me that I'm more drawn to father figure types that are very caring and loving and respectful. And can be able to be that person that will believe in you at all times. Not to say, I mean, it's so important to believe in yourself. But it's so nice when people believe and they take that time to support. That's what's up. So I want to give a shout out to everybody for everything that you might be going through or might be experiencing or might be, you know, you're human and allow yourself an opportunity to go through it because you will get to the other side. If you apply yourself and you just stay consistent and you just stay disciplined, it's going to happen. So I want to give a shout out to the following people. Here we are. Shout out to Amy. Congratulations. Can't wait. Excited. Shout out to Jane. My fellow Scorpio sister, roommate from West LA. We jumped out of planes together, went on beautiful hikes together. We have an amazing friendship. She was my bridesmaid. Woo! Love you guys. 
Can't wait to see y'all. Well, in my heart, you're always with me, but I'm saying like, there's gonna be a day when, when we do see each other, we're gonna hug and we're gonna remember, we're gonna celebrate just like we did. Um, and then shout out to my friend Mar, Mar Mar. Thank you so much. Shout out to Shantae, Shantae every day. Shout out to Hair by Jack, my red locks and my red rocks and my bell rocks. Love, love, love. My hair, my red locks and my red rocks. And shout out to Diana, my nail artist. And shout out to everybody of my friendships. So I want to thank all of my friends for being part of my journey and loving me. Shout out to Colleen for making all your cookies and being a friend that is my genuine friend and all my friends are genuine. Shout out to Kenny and Patricia and Andy. Shout out to my family and shout out to to the world I wish I could hug the whole world wouldn't it be cool if you could just hug the world and just like hug that would be dope so shout out to everybody when you make your dreams come true and when it happens and when you get to that place of joy and you endured all the pain and you endured everything, just know that it was all meant to be. It always gets better. It always moves forward. Just let it flow. As Bruce Lee would say, which is one of my idols and inspirations in my life, isn't it funny when you don't meet somebody, but they're inspirational to you? So for instance, when they're inspirational, it's because you like feel their soul. So. They don't have to be alive for you to feel their music. But yet, even though they pass, like, you know, like Elvis Presley, I went to Tennessee where we went to my niece, my husband and I went to Tennessee where we went to Elvis's house, which is Graceland. And the three of us went there and we had an amazing time. We always do. We always do. We have a bond. And um, when we went, we saw... Elvis's home where you could really feel they only allow you to go to the first floor but they you can go to the the like they have a he had a safari area it was he has a really awesome home where it definitely reflects the 70s because I was alive to actually I was alive in the late 70s but I was alive to remember the furniture back in the day yellow was the thing and psychologically there's different like colors mean something because when you look at colors you can actually like that's what mood rings I mean can do right they can illustrate exactly what the mood is and the moment is and it it is that so colors mean everything to that sense of uh, that palette right because when I look at the colors of the rainbow I think of chakras I think of what each one represents. 
but it illustrates like the vibrations of each color so when I think of red I think passionate so for instance my mini mobile is red and then when I think of orange I think of Sedona because that's where we got married on September 28 and then when I think of yellow I think of sunflowers and that that sense of like sunflowery and then I think of green and I think that's like a cooling calming effect and that reminds me of my hometown because we've had so many experiences with hiking and seeing all the trees and seeing all the nature so I have that kind of remembrance of it and going back to orange I mentioned that's where I really feel and, and, and remember orange to me represents and reflects and symbolizes the tranquil aspects of my spiritual vortex. Hold on, I have to insert a text. I can do Thursday. Hold on, I can do Thursday. I want to make sure to take care of this. I can do Thursday morning. I can do Thursday morning. I can do Thursday morning. Okay, so okay. Heads up the maximum. I gotta close this out right quick. Much love. God bless. I can't wait to get my nails done and show y'all. I can't wait for certain seasons. I can't wait for certain rhythms. I can't wait for all that. You don't ever want to miss a beat and misstep. So for instance, you want to keep your steps good and you want to keep it clear and you want to keep it going, but don't miss a beat. I think that's why I love dancing and everything timing wise because everything has a flow and a beat. Be like water. Bruce Lee would say that and that is exactly it. Elvis Presley, his inspirational experience was that he was able to illustrate his heart as well and you feel that and I you know I I do love Kurt Cobain too because I think that (laughs) I love that and he's from back in the day where I grew up my hometown and um I love all the different inspirational stuff and I hope to God that with all the things that I'm doing and all the experiences and I just want people to get my name right you know like when I won a humanitarian award, Yenema, Yenem yo Yena, damn it! It didn't ruin the moment, no doubt. But it was like, can you get my name right? You know, I'm sorry, my name. Not sorry, I'm not sorry. But it's like my name's not typical, so can you just work a little bit more with the syllables? But you know, thank God my name was. Just don't get my name wrong, okay? Do not, like, my officiant, I was like, please get my name right. So he broke it down. And it's not difficult. Yen. Er. Ma. Yenerma. And then you clap. Yen. Er. Ma. Yen. Er. Ma. Yenerma. Young evangelist, never my center, Eugene, never worked the mind, all us. So please always get my name right, and that applies to all things, okay? You know what I'm talking about. You know? I can't imagine. I mean, I guess that would be the life of me, right? But... Just please get my name right. Yanerma de la Salas Rennie. Yanerma de la Salas Rennie. YDR. Young Evangelist Number Center. You can word fun by an us. And on that note, peace out, everybody. Have a beautiful day.
Don't have it any other way. Much love and God bless. Yanerma, little bit. Bye-bye. Peace out. Talk to you guys soon. Much love. We want to thank everybody for tuning in to Little Bit of Yanerma Podcast. We appreciate you listening in. Please feel free to chime on in in our next episode. We want to send love to Lumpia Culture, to my hometown, to the world, to my grandparents' native land, Mabuhay. I would like to uh, give a shout out to my, what's the terminology for the twin aspect? Doppelganger. Da. Okay, here we go. Bakita, bagmikita ka dum dum ng kung nagiipa. Parang may korot sa puso at walang tigil ang kapa. Ano ang mayroon ka? I would like to give a shout out to you because back in the 90s, people thought I was you when I was in the Philippines and then they would stop me and that would freak me out because I'd be like, I don't know you, but thankfully I can speak Tagalog. So I speak Tagalog because my grandparents told me, And so I'm glad that they did that because I absolutely retained it and I know the Tagalog verses and the Tagalog language and gusto ko magtatagalog ka! So I want to give a shout out to Olympia Culture because I love all y'all and I love my Filipino heritage and I love my background and I love my hometown and I love my beach town and I love my western town and I love, you know, everything about my life in historical holistic because I think while we appreciate the present it's also important to appreciate the past as much as the future but the present is absolutely where where we are but you know you have to have appreciation for everything because the appreciation for everything means it contributed to your life and taught you wisdom and, and taught you a lesson to give you that wisdom so much love and God bless Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see y'all soon. Thank you. Peace. Much love and God bless. Little bit. Inner ball. Of the wings.